it's fucking Carlsberg, and it's teasing me. Drink one. No, I can't. I've said one month. Give in to your dark side. I am turning this body into a temple, not of doom, of light. <laughs> Hello and welcome to a midweek episode of the Movie Chef podcast where we are making a meal out of movies and here is my my co-host, my supercalogilistic expialidocious co-host. He's definitely got a friend in me. It's Cormac. Hello Cormac. Sober, <laughs> angry, ready to rock and roll Paul, ready to rock and roll. I think you've come on to the wrong Zoom meeting. <laughs> no, this is exactly like the work ones. Cormac, don't come onto the Zoom call drunk. No, okay. No, whatever. Fine. No. Um, are you all ready for Friday night? Um, we, ladies and gentlemen, we haven't even told you this yet, but we are going to be guests on the Four Nerds by Nerds podcast uh, on Friday night, where we're going to be celebrating everything X Men. It's the X. I've had him narrow it down. It's the X Men trilogy. Um, okay. Managed to confirm that to me when I was halfway through watching X Men Origins Wolverine, so I was quite disappointed by that. So X Men, X Men Two, and X Men Last Stand. I'm going to go out there and say Last Stand was not as bad as everybody lets on. No, it wasn't at all. I agree with you completely. Now there are there are a few characters that really didn't need to be in the movie, but you know, and there's there's a couple of really big plot point holes, but yeah. Yeah, I get it. I like it. I just think the X-Men franchise, for some reason, has... There's some things that happen, and you just shrug your shoulders and go, eh, whatever. <laughs> eh. You've heard something from Four Nerds by Nerds, haven't you? You've been listening to a few of their podcasts. Um, uh-huh. I've got, a, I've got a, bit, a clip from them. that We've got a clip. How professional are we? Uh, this is from one of their latest episodes where they were talking about Robocop. Every movement. Watch this. Yeah. She'll come around this corner and she'll just jam her hands in the air. She looks like she's dressed to play laser tag. <laughs> they all do. <laughs> their their uniforms are laughable. I love this scene. Like you'd do that. Watch this. Freeze! This is the biggest pimp in movie history. Nice and easy. He didn't even put that thing away. Mind if I zip this up? <laughs> Perfect time. Look at her. Look at her. She's... I have to look at his dick. Is she going to look? Oh, she did. Yep. Like, what What did you need to look for? You know he's talking about his dick. Like, what are you going to look down and see a fucking unicorn? She's <laughs> looking for an anaconda. <laughs> oh, She's... she saw an anaconda. My anaconda down. <laughs> <laughs> What a clip! <laughs> <laughs> Holy God! That, that that was so funny, Paul. <laughs> I can't wait to listen to the next episode of Four Nerds by Nerds. By Nerds, Four Nerds. What nerds? <laughs> Comac is expressing sarcasm right now because <laughs> he uses it as a defense mechanism when his football team lose. So he really does love you, Four Nerds by Nerds. I think we're more. Uh, I'm more apprehensive about what level of nerdery is this uh, is this episode going to be i mean do we need to know uh, well i i will be talking about about boobs boobs will be talking about about movies yeah. i will be t- i will be talking about my sexual awakenings with mystique uh with storm you know that's what i'll be talking i'll try to add in a wee a wee story about ray park's brother having to dig holes with him in university um but yeah so <laughs> Yeah, we'll talk about that. There's some fascinating stories that I have about Ray Park's brother. 
<laughs> so please keep an eye out for four nerds by nerds. We're going to be on that. But this week, before we talk about Disney, um, this this Sunday's episode is our uh, is our competition winner. <laughs> we're not. Gonna... <laughs> This Sunday we're going to be doing Disney animated films. We're going to be putting a menu together for you. Uh, Martin Izzard has uh, has uh, requested that one. God help us all. So that's going to be Sunday. So we're going to talk about about Disney. But first of all, you, it's Wednesday. You know what that means? It's Empire News Night. <laughs> it's not. This is not sponsored by Empire News. If you want a good, if you want a good podcast about Empire doing news stories, go listen to the Empire Movie Podcast. Um, who's, who's that? Who's who's that behind you, Paul? Is that Kim Newman behind you on Zoom? <laughs> Creeping behind you with some video nasties in his little dungeon. I, I did you uh, have you seen anything online about the Driller Killer? About the episode online. I haven't, no. Twitter all week, and we've been putting it out there, and uh, I don't think it's one of our more popular episodes. I don't think people like the the drilling and the killing. I don't think anybody's seen well, I think that's the problem. I th- Well, I mean, the problem with Driller Killer, I think we mentioned it in the podcast, is that it takes like 45 minutes for there to be any drilling killing. <laughs> you know, so... <laughs> if you're going into that film wanting some drilling and killing, it takes a long time to get into it. And if you don't want to watch yeah. You're not going to watch it, are you? So anyway, news, news cascading out of Hollywood uh, and down your radio waves. Have you seen the trailer for Rogue with Megan Fox? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out... Does this look... If I'm trying to figure out... Do you remember that TV show, Zoo? No. Where all the animals... You don't remember? I don't know what... Yeah, so it's kind of got like this kind of animals get injected with some fucking crazy serum and they all go loose. But I, I don't know how serious that I can take Megan Fox as a mercenary. I couldn't, especially when one of the shots of the trailer, she's on all fours in the rain and it's just like, this is just Transformers again. It, yeah. It's it's Megan Fox playing dress up as a soldier, shoot, looking tough. It looks awful. It really does. And I, th- I think as well that the trailer that you sent me uh, either today or earlier on the week um, <laughs> on IMDb, they try to explain who Megan Fox is from from the Transformers franchise. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, well, yeah, I, f- I know who fucking Megan Fox is. Like, like you don't you don't need to tell me where she's from. It's like when you, your mum's telling you about Christmas coming up. Oh, your Uncle Bob's coming. Who's Uncle Bob again? It's the guy that used to belt you when you were a kid. Oh, brilliant. I'll get, I can't wait to see this one. This is Megan Fox. This is, <laughs> this is going to be awful. Um, new Mutants. We're into year three now of the New Mutants getting released. Apparently, there's a, yes. a, a Comic Con or the virtual Comic Con, uh, Comic Con at home over the next three or four days from now. Uh, Disney Plus are going to be announced that they're going to be showing New Mutants exclusively. Uh, they're going to bypass the cinemas and just think, fuck it, let's just, let's just get it out and get it over and done with. It's it's been a while, like it's been a while, so you may as well just do it, you know. Oh, um this is your weekly tenant news. And it's Chris Nolan, Chris Nolan, Chris Nolan, tenant news. It's been delayed again. Okay. Your trailer because it's pretty slow on trailers this week. I sent you one for one. It's not really a new trailer, but I wanted your thoughts on it because I don't think we've spoke about this. It's free guy with Ryan Reynolds of uh What's your thought on this one? Ryan Reynolds pulled it back with Deadpool, right? And I enjoyed R.I.P.D. You know what? I did. I, I, you know, I like, I, I like, I like the movie. You know, it, it, it had obvious holes. Yeah, I get it. But Ryan Reynolds, having been in the two Deadpool movies, could potentially be top five hottest properties in Hollywood right now. And this movie, I, 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 I can't wrap my head around it. It's like a movie that Adam Sandler w- would be in on Netflix. I, 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 do, I, cannot, I cannot look at it and take it seriously. For me, it's a cross between that sort of Deadpool fourth wall comedy and... <sighs> Ready play. Can we, can we just can we can we just call it Ryan Reynolds comedy from now on? Yeah, it's Ryan Reynolds comedy. Yeah, it's Van Wilder. 
it's Van Wilder yeah. more grown up or in a green suit or he, he, he's, he's very dangerously close to becoming a one trick pony and people love it I, oh, I, 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 am, I am there with you I, I, like, I, I don't understand how and again one of the hottest properties in Hollywood after, after Deadpool you know without a doubt mm-hmm. how, how he could just keep going back to the same old well and it's like I, surely you've made your money now. You know you've made your money. Maybe maybe that is what it is. He's, maybe he didn't make that much much money out of Deadpool, and he's just trying to make that fucking. He's trying to make the Mel Gibson money. He's trying to make the fucking twenty million dollars a movie. Maybe he is, but he was all over Deadpool, producing and writing. It was even a rumor that he was the one that leaked that first, um, that first trailer. Yeah, you know. Yeah, he, I remember that. Got his fingers all over it, so he'll have made plenty of money out of it, but. Yeah, I'm just I'm looking at Free Guy, and have you, you haven't seen Detective Pikachu yet either, have you? Uh, I've seen about half an hour of it. Right, so again, you get the Pikachu stick, and again, it's Ryan. Yeah, it's it's mini- yeah, it's wink, it's all wink, wink, isn't it? It's all that wink, wink comedy, huh? Yeah, yeah, uh, it's so yeah. I wanted, I just wanted to know I wasn't the only one that was sort of conscious that Ryan Reynolds is just going to become. Oversaturated. Well, we're going to become oversaturated with Ryan Reynolds, but at least it's not just me. Did you? But, see- that's, but you know what? But you know what? Though that's the thing. I don't think we're getting oversaturated with him. Like I don't think. I don't think he's in too much stuff. I just think he chooses, or or people around him choose movies really badly for him. I'm trying to. You think- know, he he got it with Deadpool. Like like I I can I could probably name. <sighs> Three good Ryan Reynolds movies. Uh, Tops. See that the ones where he's been the the second, the second lead. R.I.P.D. Yeah. For me, he was second to Jeff Bridges, and Jeff Bridges made that safe house with Denzel Washington. That was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, was it buried? Where Ryan Reynolds was buried, but it buried. Was, <laughs> <laughs> he was buried alive, but it was it was forcing him to be more dramatic. That Six Underground, mm. awful, awful film, absolutely horrible film. It's just oh, and I still, I still, I will still stick to this. The best thing that Ryan Reynolds has done is two guys, a girl, and a pizza place. Place, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I'm gonna go watch them on YouTube now. Suck this off. See you later, everyone. Thanks for coming. <laughs> Say bye. Remember, they used to be on Bravo all the time. Then every time you you would want to have a wee cheeky handshank, and then midnight, and then fucking Ryan Reynolds and somebody beyond pops two up. Two guys, a girl, a pizza place. What? Oh, I thought. Oh, I, I thought this was gonna be topless volleyball or whatever. So that's why any guy who went through his teens in the mid nineties manages to crack one out in nine minutes fifty nine seconds because that free temp <laughs> at midnight. <laughs> that. <laughs> have you seen now? Um, Joaquin Phoenix is saving lives. I, I, do you know what? Funny enough, I read the article earlier on in the week. Um, so this, now... this is in relation to um, a hostage situation in Ukraine. And it was a 12-hour armed standoff uh, between an armed man and police. And the hostage taker um, demanded that President Zelensky uh, publicly uh, praise the 2005 animal cruelty documentary earthlings by joaquin phoenix the president went on facebook and said how great this film was and everybody should watch it and then he gave himself up joaquin phoenix is saving lives is it you didn't you didn't you didn't mention that it was joaquin phoenix's father who did it fuck off it was his father who what did the hostage thing? Of course, of course, I'm joking. <laughs> After this year, I don't know anymore. This year, we've had Australian fires, World War Three, and an impeached president, and that was before all the virus shit. This, I've, I've, I don't know what's real anymore in this life. I really don't. What um, do you not think hey, this? Paul. Bo- hey, Paul. Hey, Paul. Come back. I'm real. I'm real. Are you? Real love. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> J-Lo song. Was it the J-Lo song? I'm real. Oh, God. I, I used to... Oh, that would have been a far better song rather than the Beatles' Real Love. Sorry. Quick, right. In fact, no. After after the editing performance of my drunken ramblings on Sunday. <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> <laughs>
spitting out horrible, horrible Chevy Chase jokes, level jokes and stuff. <laughs> no, I'm not. We're, we're, we're down to one take wonders now this week. You're getting, if, if this isn't the best of us, you're not getting it. Um, so do you not think that is, would have been the greatest series of 24? An armed standoff and then uh, President David Palmer ha- has to go on Twitter and praise a documentary. That's, I think it's just got... An animal, an animal cruelty documentary. I just, I, I don't get it. He's, he's obviously some kind of eco-warrior or something like that there. But in, in the story, like I, I read that he had explosives and, and lots of guns and stuff with him. Like, so <laughs> obvi- obviously he's, he's fucking armed. <laughs> Well, it's in Ukraine. I don't know how it is to get. It. Well, yeah, your your granny has a fucking sawn-off shotgun. <laughs> but yeah, I was just thinking when I was hearing this, I'm like, okay, so what's going to happen next? Next week, imagine the same situation: a man covered in bombs, armed to the teeth, takes twelve hostages in Boston, demands the release of the air cut of Suicide Squad. <laughs> Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't see that happening um, remember when we spoke about the He-Man reboot last week yeah, with yeah, yeah. Noah Centrino sounds like a, he sounds like a superhero himself doesn't he? Noah, Centrino. Noah Centrino he's been cast as Atom Smasher in the Black Adam um, spin-off prequel sequel to Shazam that The Rock is going to be in uh, so this is DC basically he sounds a lot like Ant-Man Contrin- Who does the Rock play? Black Adam. He, oh, he plays Black Adam, right? Okay. Academy was announced before they even pushed Shazam into production. The Rock's been tied to it for about four years now. It'd be crazy. They said they took away all air of mystery and just went, "Yep, yeah, The Rock's doing it. We just need to figure out what we're doing." But that's coming. Um, so Atom Smash is going to be in that. He sounds like DC's version of Ant Man, to be honest. Makes himself really big and really small and uses the power of atoms and stuff like that. So. I've never heard of this guy. Atom Smasher. His name, apparently. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing The Rock say that with a straight face, to be honest. But anyway, I'd, I've never heard of the guy. Um, I was outraged this week. Outraged? You're a grease man. Do you like grease? Not the substitute. No. Yeah, yes, I, I very much like greasing the wheels and of business. <laughs> yes, I... Um... I, I, I'm of that age where Grease was kind of on every other Saturday on ITV when I was growing up. Um, now, obviously, it's only later on in life that you start listening to the songs going, what the fuck are these people singing about? Abortions? <laughs> Abortions? Yeah. Those, <laughs> if you really listen to some of those songs, they... they yeah. Gonna stick a clothes hanger somewhere where the sun don't shine, baby. What was the um? What was the one wearing the bedroom, and basically taking the piss out of a young woman for being a virgin? She's supposed to be like Aye. fifteen. <laughs> How much? Some, well, the only ones, the only ones I can remember now are was it Summer Nights and Beauty School Dropout, where your man's <laughs> <laughs> was it um, Frankie Valley? What was I think it's a Frankie Valley or it's one of the what's, his, what's that other guy's name who did the. Casey Kasem or something like that there. I, I can't really remember. No, it's a great, great tune. Great tune, but yeah, yeah. cool drop. Well, they've announced that some chump, uh, what's his name, Brett Haley, never heard of him before. He directed Hearts Beat Loud, I'll See You In My Dreams. It's directed a bunch of shite. He's attached to direct Summer Loving, which is basically the prequel to Greece. The events described in the song Summer Nights. Now, forgive me, but did that fucking song not tell you everything you need to know about what went on? Yeah. If you remember when when I... Well, hold on, Paul. Hold on, Paul. They did say to tell me more. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me more. We want to know more. Tell me more. I want to know more. About it. You were going to... Do you remember with Solo? And I, I was so pissed about the Star Wars Solo spin-off. The, the well, t- well let's, let's get this right. Let's get this right. You were, you were pissed at one scene, and it ruined the movie for you. I was pissed at a lot of scenes. We have to find out where he gets his dice from. 
the Falcon, fair enough, you see him winning that. He, he happens to do the Kessel run. He find he gets his own name. It, all these bits of fan service that are just clumped together within the space of about three days of history of that man's life and everything that defines him for the rest happens at once. And they're going to do it with this. They're going to go, some are loving, they're going to go for a walk under the pier and they're going to be kissing. She's going to get a cramp swimming. They're going to drink lemonade. They're going to go bowling. They're going to just tick off everything that's listed in and she's gonna get fingered on the bit. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Imagine that. So I'm loving. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! It's well, good. they do call it grace. Oh, it's there's no need for it. We know what. It's, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it know. just seems to me that people are just wanting to make money. Yeah, there's no mystery. We know what's yeah. going. They're going to say they love each other, but they have to go home. And then, you know what? There's going to be a, a clip at the end and he's going to go, hey, honey, we're going to be moving to this area where Grease is filmed. Hey, And that's going to be like the ultimate cliffhanger. It's like, oh, my God, she's going to meet up with Danny Zuko again. Fuck off. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Are they going to use the same technology that they used for Tarkin in, <laughs> in Rogue One? No, I want them to use it what the the de, when the de age everybody, do you mean, or just bring people back? Yeah, I want yeah. Volta de aged back to like a yeah. <laughs> I want to see Travolta. I want to see mental Travolta being de aged. I want to see him fucking throwing out Scientology flyers all around the place. That's what I want to see. I don't want to see him de aged. Actually, I want. <laughs> 60, bald 65-year-old Travolta in the original T-Bird's leather jacket and jeans. Dancing. Tell me more, tell me more. Oh, fuck me back. <laughs> I can just imagine something like that. Um, John Boyega's done with Star Wars. How many times are we going to hear that John Boyega's done with Star Wars? John Boyega has tweeted that he's done with Star Wars because he's outraged, apparently. And his stands are equally outraged. Somebody basically said, "Are you gonna? We're gonna find out what happened with with Finn after the series." And he's like, "No, I'm done with Star Wars." In a tweet, so it seems like there's something he wants to get off his chest. But I'm guessing it either wanted a big gay romance with Poe, or it was a false user that got edited out. There's something like that that's been, yeah. I'm I'm sick of hearing about it. To be honest, <laughs> I hate Rise of Skywalker. I hate it. <sighs> Well, listen, listen, we get, we get a couple in Last Jedi and that as well. It's He wasn't given a great part in, in Last Jedi. <laughs> he wasn't, was he? No. It, should... it wasn't a great part in, in, the, in Last Jedi. <clears throat> For me, he, he peaked too soon. He killed Phasma at the end of the second of his trilogy. Listen, should... we've, we've, we've spoke about this. If... <sighs> Never have I been so disappointed. We are uh, tens of listeners. We haven't spoke to to the world about it though. But again, no. Let's not get into it. The one good thing. We, listen, we we will do a Star Wars menu at some point, and we will de- we will deep dive into those three movies. Force I, Awakens, fantastic. I think we should just do one after the other each week. Next time, oh. Star Wars film coming out. All right. Next time the Star Wars film comes out, we'll do it. But. Yeah. Solo, which would have been a really good uh, connection about 20 minutes ago. Um, Donald Glover has apparently been signed up for a Disney Plus series. So we've got Disney Plus Kenobi, which has got mm-hmm. Hayden Christensen uh, coming back, and that's going to have flashbacks to the Clone Wars. So we're going to have Clone Wars TV series live action and post, what, post Revenge of the Sith Kenobi action. That's in one, and then you've got Lando... Uh, basically, Lando Calrissian, and uh, what's his name? I, I can never pronounce his name. Alden, right? Alkenback, Aldebach. I'm no, I have no idea who you're talking about. Alden Killer Killer. Who's the guy who played Han Solo in the Solo film? How do you pronounce his name? Ald Aldridge Killian. Jim. Jim. Right. So Jim's apparently been mentioning that the, there's talk of a sequel to Solo. And now apparently it's confirmed that it's going to be a Lando Calrissian TV show. Right, okay. Now, I want to see that story finished. That's the annoying thing. I hated Solo, but I actually... We see, we're, 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 sneaking, 
we're sneaking down that alleyway again. We're sneaking down the alleyway of one movie successful, two movies kind of successful, three movies shit. Keep bringing stuff out. It gets shit. It gets shit. It gets shit. And now they've hit pay dirt with Mandalorian, and now they've decided now just to go back to TV shows. And it's gonna it's it's gonna hit a wall again, and it's gonna become shit all over again. You know what I was thinking the other day? Why do I like Star Wars? Because there are pretty much, I like four, four and a half films out of no five and a half out of about ten. Mm, no, I've I would say I would eight and nine. I hated. Really, really hate them. They're just crap films for me. I don't like them. So yeah. Why do I like Star Wars when <laughs> they've released? Two films in a series of six of last week. <laughs> Why do? Because it's just—it's the childhood. It's the childhood memories. It's the love of fucking fantasy. It's the love of sci-fi. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. I still want a Tron sequel. It's supposed to be talk of another Tron Legacy sequel coming in the next couple of weeks. Well, here, do you know what? Tron Legacy is still one of my go-to movies on Disney Plus. I would, I would watch, I would watch that every once in a while. Do you know the only thing that I'm thinking the misstep with that was when the de-age Jeff Bridges and it was the de-aging was just about five years too early. And if they'd have said, look at him, he's a computer program. That's why he doesn't quite yeah. look human. That would have been that. that. That would have explained it all. And But they p- tried to pass it off that he is this human Botox. <laughs> just so you're, so you're trying to tell me your problem with that movie was that and not Michael Sheen and Daft Punk? I thought that was... That was good. I really did. I thought Michael Sheen. Wow. I did. Yeah, look, I, I love an actor like Michael Sheen. I was watching Good Omens the other day, though. I could only get one. Have you watched Good Omens? Two episodes, then I had to stop. Yeah, I got one and a half into it and something about a big dog, and I just, I was like, nah, fuck. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I just went, yeah, fuck. What? Big, nah, fuck that. The, 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 the hellhound turns up. It must have been end at first episode, actually. And it's this big, horribly CGI'd drooling beast. And then, obviously, he wishes for a small terrier-type dog so they can change it into a real dog rather than having to CGI the big hellhound dog. I just thought that would have been better, but anyway. So, have you got any You got any news before we move on to Disney? Do you know what? I do have one bit of news. No, it's not particularly new news, but it was something that was sent to me today that I never knew existed, right? So I think a while back, me and you were talking about our favorite Die Hard movie. And I told you that Die Hard with Vengeance is my favorite Die Hard movie. Um, I was sent today an alternative ending to Die Hard with Vengeance. I've heard something. Go on. I think I've heard this in the past, but go no, on. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna give any, anything away. All I'll say is that <clears throat> the opening, the opening scene of it, is in a cafe, obviously somewhere in Europe, and um, uh, what's his name is in the cafe. Oh, what's his name? Jeremy Irons. Yeah. Jeremy Irons is in the cafe smoking a cigarette, fucking reading a newspaper. Yeah. And um, he, the camera kind of pans and Bruce Willis is there and he makes his Bruce willis quip <laughs> and he sits down and they have, and they have a conversation. But this was the, this was the ending that it was supposed to be. Right. So if anybody's, anybody's listening to this, Go on to YouTube. It's on YouTube. It's had like fucking seven million views, and I have never heard of it before. Is it actually? Um, but it's somebody's video saying, you know, this is what we think happened or whatever, or is it the actual deleted scene? No, it's it is a deleted ending. It Come is on. a deleted ending. Right, if you want to go watch, so, it, go watch it, but otherwise, yeah. If if you want if you want to go watch it, watch it. That's my only news, and I I, I was fascinated when I got sent it today because I was like, what? I've never even heard of this. Go on, then talk us through it. No, I don't want to because it gives something. It gives we thing away. Like, <clears throat> I would rather people watch it. I would rather people watch it than then. Right. We'll talk. We'll talk about it maybe next week. Right. Okay. I'm going to go watch that now. Um, first thing, so before we talk about Disney, um, we've got a lot of people out there that are um, supporting us and and running our promos, our fantastic trailer and our advert that we spent many hours, many hours working on. Um, there's some <laughs> we want to. <laughs> 
<laughs> One take tabs. Um, painstakingly put together. Painstakingly, that was painstakingly, yeah. The, one of the people out there, though, is a podcast called Study in Scarlet. Um, real good bunch of people, um, really supportive. Um, this is what they do. The world is a confusing, stressful, and often frightening place. And we each have our own unique coping mechanisms that help us get by. Some people will tell you that when life gives you lemons, you should make lemonade. No, that's terrible advice. Just randomly getting free fruit is extremely suspicious. Haven't you heard of Snow White? That's actually uh, a really good point. It's usually not a great idea to consume anything if you're not totally sure what's in it. If you're the type of person who copes with discomfort by making strange jokes and who enjoys losing yourself in a creepy and sometimes bloody mystery, please join us for our dark comedy podcast, Studying Scarlet. We alternate weekly between true crime and fictional crime, and we even take listener requests for episode topics. So if you too have a morbid sense of humor, we'd love to welcome you into our weird, quirky, and sometimes disturbing world. Studying Scarlet is available on your favorite podcast app, and you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We can't wait to meet you. Please subscribe today. So this Sunday coming, our uh, menu will be on Disney animated films. Should we, should we say now what we're doing? Should we announce now? The, yep. uh, the starter is uh, your pick, and you've gone Robin Hood. Yes. Um, that reminded me today of uh, that time about sort of 1999 to about 2001 when ringtones used to get into the UK music charts. <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that was a song called Hamster Dance. And I, re- I watched it today and I realised it. Do you remember? Oh, my. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy Frog. That was another. Crazy Frog. So we've got um, the starter is Robin Hood. Um, the fish dish, I, I think there's only one thing we could pick really for animated uh, Disney films. Um, that is The Little Mermaid. Uh, we've then got a main course. I, I fully agree with you. Yeah. Uh, your your main course is The Lion King, uh, which we're going to serve up, uh, followed by a, um, a finale of The Jungle Book. Uh, so and if you're lucky, if you're lucky, I will sing a rendition of Can You Feel the Love Tonight? <sighs> I'm, I'm, I'm... Can you feel the love tonight? Do you know that was my biggest bugbear with the remake of The Lion King? That they didn't have a Can You Feel the Love tonight? No, they did, but the song was set during the daytime. So the two of them stood that stood around looking at them two, these two lions getting it on, and they're singing Can You Feel the Love Tonight? sun high up in the sky middle of afternoon it's like <laughs> well, see i didn't i didn't get the same wonder like i've watched all the, the disney remakes um apart from dumbo because i think i said to you last week it makes me really really sad i'm not going to be watching dumbo yeah. um it's a but bastard, that elephant yeah i've like i remember I, it was about two christmases ago uh jungle book was on the remake there the, the sorry the live action jungle book was on christmas and I fucking fell in love with it. It was amazing. It's great, isn't it? I think that's the best one. A hundred percent. It is amazing. Yeah. And then I got I got all excited. I got all excited because Lion King was coming out then, the following. And I was like, oh, geez, I can't wait to watch The Lion King. And it just didn't give me anything that what The Jungle Book gave me. The The Lion King was, it, it was a shot-for-shot shot remake. It, I don't get how people can say the Lion King remake is a $1.6 billion movie. It's fantastic. It's a game changer. But it did the exact same thing that Gus Van Sant did with Psycho back in the 90s. Remade it shot with updated filming methods. And that was slated for trying to cop. That's all this new Lion King did. Um, Yeah. But it had had Beyonce, so who cares? So... I've got you. Um, basically, I was looking into it. We were gonna, I was going to sort of do a deep dive and go down a rabbit hole of Walt Disney, and we went, <laughs> we went a couple of steps into that rabbit hole, and Walt's got a checkered past. Oh, listen, listen. There was a great documentary about two years ago, and it was basically the the history of of Walt Disney. You know, the start of his animation studios, how much it was like a fucking sweatshop uh, in the early days. Uh, how much he it was him and his brother who set 
up, you know, the Disney cartoons, how much he fucking, he fucked over his brother and basically didn't pay him. And then that, you know, yeah. And then that's not even getting into the naming names, the whole McCarthy kind of thing. Yeah. And, and the, that sort of early 1940s period of his time. But yeah, I'm going to avoid that one. So anyway, I'm a bit of a, I'm a bit of a mark for like loving facts about, how stuff operates, how basically how people try and drain money out of you and how theme parks run. Have you ever been to Disney World, Disneyland, you're a Disney, you ever graced them with your presence? Haven't Paul. Uh we we had no money growing up. Here we go. <laughs> you like it always turns into this fucking Monty Python sketch for you, don't it, with those Yorkshire <laughs> <laughs> Let me guess, Paul. Let me guess. You've been to Disneyland, Disney World, Disney something. Right. I went to Euro Disney for tw- of course, Euro Disney, the most extravagant ones of the Disney. <laughs> the French one, obviously. <laughs> Ooh la la. <laughs> Disney World. Disney World in Florida, right? Tell me if you know any, if you've uh, heard of it. 50 square miles it is in size for the, the hotels. It covers an area the size of 50 miles. 50? Yep. Um, 50? It's basically Disney, Disney World in Orlando is Oma to Belfast. Yeah. Disney World in Orlando. Holy same fuck! Si- it's roughly the same size as San Francisco. Whether With the hotels, the utilities, all this kind of stuff that make up the whole complex. It's got its own police department because it's so big. And it, there, is a, there really is a Disney jail on site. There, there are jail houses on site. So they can lock like people. Itchy and Scratchy jail? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, there's a bun- whole bunch of secret tunnels underneath uh, that I found out. That because... Are these Walt's ripping tunnels? <laughs> it's not libel, he's dead. <laughs> what, was, what was the line from uh, Rick and Morty? said, um, we've searched everywhere under the White House, from the Kennedy sex tunnels all the way to the Lincoln gladiatorial arena. He didn't <laughs> all the slaves. <laughs> Yeah, uh, World is actually built, um, obviously it's at sea level in Florida, so they've built it on of, of three levels. So the public go on the second level. The level underneath is an entire network of tunnels for taking trash and um, characters to be able to move around the place without being bombarded and stuff. I just thought it was amazing that there's an entire network. Um, when, Dis- when Walt first uh, was looking at the at Disney World, he noticed that people walked a maximum of 30 steps before throwing rubbish on the floor. So nowhere in Disney World can you walk more than 30 steps without there being a, a bin. Again, I'd... I'd, I'd that's it, OCD. Like, that's autism. Well, Disney... Walt also had the two-finger point. No cast members, as they call them, in Disney World are allowed to point with a single finger. It's rude. They're not allowed to do it. They get sacked for doing it. They've got to use the Disney point, the Walter point, which is two fingers. And you can see Tom Hanks doing it and saving Mr. Banks. Um, in terms of employees, that's not the only thing you pointing in, the only thing that can get you sacked. Um, you've got to stay in character always. No talking. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, I've seen that, yeah. But it even went as far as uh, the guy who was playing Walter Goofy by the pool goofy was in in the pool with the kids and stuff and he was told that if he needed cpr because he was drowning he had to stay in character he had to sign a form to say he would (laughs) dragged off backstage and then given cpr they wouldn't remove his hat in front of all the kids imagine that you've just somebody's just dragging goofy away who's unconscious on the floor (laughs) big smile please please help me mr please bat up and stabbed in the face Uh Oh, you want a photo? Okay. Uh, they only have one character out at the same time. Apparently, if you're at uh, Disney World and you see an impromptu show or parade, would you think you're getting your money's worth with that? If suddenly there was a parade or a, a big dance number suddenly starts happening in the street, would you think, oh, this is quite good, isn't it? No. Usually what it means is they're trying to divert everyone's attention away from somebody who's probably died or been arrested. The dead people. That's what city from the dead people and fucking yet. Um, apparently there's lots of sex that goes on. Of course. Cast members. Um, and appara- Of course, because why, why else would you want to work at Disney and dress as a fucking character when you can have Woody from fucking Toy Story fucking little Bo Peep? <laughs> fucking Cinderella. Start crossing. Yeah. 
Honest to God, if you're if you're if you're there as a Prince Charming and you haven't been through half of the Disney back roster, then you've got a serious problem with you. But probably... here, 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 here. I'm. I, why not as well? Buzz Lightyear and Woody getting it on too. Oh, equal the... opportunities, man. I'm an equal opportunities guy. We're an equal opportunities podcast. Anybody can fuck anybody. Mm-hmm. If you want to, yeah. fuck Woody. Um, Licks <laughs> of hierarchy as well. So the princesses who are like Moana and. Elsa from Frozen, all the newer popular ones sit at one table and sit together and they actually look down on the older princesses who are not as popular anymore. The stories that come out that people, people, if you're Cinderella and you get promoted to Elsa, it's seen as a promotion. You're not just playing some... Really? Yeah, apparently according... I would, I, would you not see Cinderella as being more popular than Elsa? Oh, I would. I'd go for, I'd be... I would, I would, yeah. But then again... I mean, how big do you think the line is for pictures with Elsa, and how big do you think the line is for pictures with Cinderella? Cinder- I'm fucking telling you now, Cinderella would have a bigger queue. Cinderella's fucking castle is the Disney castle. Well, I'll come on to that in a minute. I'll come on to that. Keep that in mind. Um, so back to back to Disney World, the Main Street USA. You know, the, have you seen the pictures of the all the the old timey shops on Main Street? And basically, you can haven't Paul. I've never been there. You've never seen an image on the internet or in a book. Fuck you. you I, I, I never had the internet. <laughs> I, I wasn't involved in something about this 35 years ago, so I'm not going to engage <laughs> right now trying to talk about something. So I have, I, yes, I have seen the Simpsons episode of Itchy and Scratchy World where they have that. Yes, I have seen that. You, you're aware there is a main street. So it's lined with American flags. But the protocol in America, whenever the flag needs to be raised, lowered, half-mast, all this kind of jazz, they've got too many flags there for them to do that. So every flag in uh, Disney World is actually minus one star and one stripe. So it's not an official American flag, just so they don't have to lower it to half-mast and lower it down at the end of every day. Cheap fucking (laughs) bastards. Um. Would you want your ashes scattered at Disney World? Yes. Tough. <laughs> because <laughs> fuck you, Cormac. Because according to uh, according to some cast members, if <laughs> fuck you, Cormac. Yeah, they said no, Cormac. <laughs> they said they actually they put signs up saying, "Please do not try and scatter your relatives," because all that happens is the ride gets shut down, they get hoovered up. They get sent in the trash, which gets put on a big trash pile behind Splash Mountain. Behind Splash Mountain is a garbage dump. And, and get... the robot of Walt Disney pisses all over them every Sunday night. Um, and sex as well. You're not allowed sex in the Magical Kingdom. Apparently quite a lot of people get caught like in the Rose Garden or in the Magic Castle trying to uh, consummate their relationships. And, uh, damn right, damn but, right. That's why would you? Why else would you want to go? You either want to see Woody and Buzz Lightyear fuck each other, or you want to fuck someone there, or scatter somebody's ashes, please. Come on. Or scatter scatter your ashes whilst fucking Buzz Lightyear. It's only been closed four times as well, up until COVID. That is, um, since can now- I guess? Can I guess? Can I guess? Can I guess? Yeah, four times. Four times, right? Okay. Pandemic? Before then, sorry. Up to... Oh, before then, okay. World War Two. World War Two. No, it opened in 1971. <laughs> Vietnam. Okay. <laughs> Vietnam. Um, it's four times since 1971. And it hasn't been for a prolonged period, let's say. It might have been a day or two for some of these. But have, a, have a think. I'm trying, to th- is it, I'm trying to think presidential deaths, but I can't think of any presidential deaths that happened... Nineteen seventy-one. Um, Think of where it is in Florida. What's it susceptible? Fires, fires. Uh, something a bit windier. Something Floods, a, something typhoons, bit, hurricanes. Something a bit more hurricaney. Yes. Ah, <laughs> uh, hurricanes. Okay, okay, okay. So it was shot in nineteen ninety-nine for Hurricane Floyd and two thousand and six for Hurricane Matthew. Um, two thousand and two, it was shut for a power failure uh, for one day, and there was one other, one other big reason big part of american history when buzz and woody were caught fucking behind magic mountain <laughs> no not quite it was 9 11 so <laughs> so it was always a good way to, to, I, feel, to I, feel, I feel bad i feel bad like. <laughs> imagine 
there though. Imagine. That was my Buddy and Buzz seeing Buddy and Buzz was my fucking nine eleven. <laughs> so you, you're there on Tuesday. I think it was Tuesday. You sat there. It's like five past nine. You've just got into Disney World. You catch Buzz and Woody fucking, and then it's like, <laughs> could you please leave the park? Oh, thank God for that. <laughs> Mummy, why is Woody tossing Buzz's salad? <laughs> He's on his lunch. And but <laughs> on on nine eleven, on on um the ninth of November, it took thirty minutes for them to evacuate the park when when the the, the first uh, plane hit. Thirty minutes? Thousand people they reckon, including staff. Wow. Were man- they they managed to basically managed to evacuate about ninety percent of the park in thirty minutes. When uh, that's when impressive, nine eleven happened. So, um, quick one as well. What keep you all night? So Disneyland, uh, Walt's Walt's baby, Walt's dream, over in that there America. Is it Orange County in California? California, I hear. I do, I don't know, Paul. I've never been there. I've never been, so I never bothered to learn geography, Paul. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I fucking understand about it. Oh Jesus! Just say it. Chill out. Um, have you heard about uh, what they call Black Sunday? 17th of July, 1955. It was when Disneyland uh, was first opened, okay? This all happened on the opening day. There were 15,000 tickets handed out to family and VIPs and stuff. 28,000 people came, and people were just copying tickets and just walking up with a cover counterfeit ticket. Um, they had morning and afternoon tickets so if you came in the morning you had to leave by one o'clock no bugger were leaving nobody wanted to leave so by two o'clock they had full customer people there yeah why would you there was a guy caught outside the grounds he brought a ladder along and put it up to the fence and he was charging people five dollars a time to climb the ladder <laughs> and jump- you're gonna say climb up the ladder to fuck buzz like you no sorry <laughs> Is that of every Disney character you've got, you ought to be doing a lot of fucking... I don't know! <laughs> um, it ended up causing um, tailbacks for seven miles up the road of people trying to get to Disneyland. And it was actually unfinished. They were still painting and planting trees and all that as people were wandering around. The weather got over 100 degrees. I don't know what that is in real temperatures. That's American Fahrenheit. What Fahrenheit? Uh, fuck knows. I'm a Celsius man. Yeah, I'm a Celsius. Yeah, 32, 33. We do. Probably- mm, yeah. Pictures, none of this hundred bollocks. Uh, but apparently, it melted the tar on Main Street, and people's shoes were sticking to the ground. It was so hot. Um, the Mark Twain riverboat sank, and coming up, uh, people were having to jump off. Sli- and hopefully, this- hopefully, hopefully, Huck wasn't on there. Huck, <laughs> <laughs> no, he was long gone. And um, Tom Sawyer and Sleeping Beauty's castle actually caught fire. And they had to evacuate people in the area because the castle was on fire. Walt Disney didn't find out about that until the following day because of what such a shit storm was going on when it opened. And you imagine you're on that day, you've invested everything in this Disneyland attraction and all that goes wrong on the first day. And to where... I, I, I didn't know, obviously, you're going to give me these facts today, but there, I, I'm going to hunt out. There was a documentary that I watched on Sky Arts and yeah. it was basically about the people who created the rides for for Disneyland? Um, and it's fascinating. Like, I think the call. Sorry, I think they call them the Imagineers. Imagine, yeah. It, well, it was there was two specific two specific guys who created most of the rides, um, and you know the the illusions and things they got there, and they basically created the park. They were the architects of the rides and everything in the park. I'll get the name of it. I'll get the name of it. I'll I'll stick it on on Sunday. I'll tell everybody on Sunday. Yeah, so that's it, really. Oh, one more thing. Um, a guy called George uh, was one of the people that built the Pirates of the Caribbean ride in Florida. I forgot to tell you about this, but it's it's, it's a nice moment to end on. <laughs> well, he died, so maybe that's not quite the nice moment. But <laughs> Did he die fucking Buzz Lightyear? <laughs> yeah, he died. He died in a three-way with Baloo and, uh, and uh, Sleeping Beauty. But apparently... Dirty bastard. Hey, if that's the way to go. Yes, but you know what? I'd go like that. I'd fuck a bear. Yeah. I'd. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. I'm leaving it at that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
George and they say goodnight to George every time they shut the ride on an evening. But let's, let's finish it with Cormac would fuck a bear. Um, so you go. There's a few bits uh, I thought found really interesting about Disney and Disneyland and stuff. Fascinating, Paul. Fascinating, Paul. I didn't know any of it. Sarcastic, Cormac. Sarc- very... This wasn't sarcasm. I stopped saying I'm sarcastic. I'm not just being sarcastic. It sounds it. Sounds it. It sounds it. Well, I'm not. <laughs> That's sarcasm. That's fucking sarcasm. All right. Are you? Are we um. What are we going to decide on for next week then? Because uh, we need to start watching. We've got X Men coming up this weekend with four nerds by nerds. We've got Disney menu. I have too much shit to watch. Can't think I got shit to do in my life. There is uh, the podcast world doesn't stop because you've decided to go and pay your bills. Yeah, you're right. It is my it is my fault. <laughs> I'm sorry. It is my fault. <laughs> you at least you're running up to it. <laughs> do showgirls to cheer you up to make it up to you. Oh, I'd love to watch show. If we could do if we could do a double feature, if we could do double feature of striptease and showgirls, striptease and showgirls. What about? Yeah, okay. I was going to suggest that. Yeah! <laughs> Showgirls, as a Verhoeven late nineties. No, we'll do well, Verhoeven. Verhoeven's going to get his own menu one day. We, he has to. We've done Robocop. We're going to do Showgirls. We've done all we need to do is Starship Troopers, and we'll have done everything good about Verhoeven. Apart from, did he do Robocop too? No. Did he do My Own Private Idaho? That was a good movie. No, it was Gus Van Sant. All right. Yeah. But fuck him then. <laughs> Look, we might be doing this for a while, so don't repeat anything, so be it. So anyway, uh, I'm going to go finish watching Robin Hood. I've got about halfway. I'm going to go drink another two litres of water and cleanse this temple. That's right, everybody. This is a Stone Cold Sober podcast from now on. So, (laughs) Well, hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. I I may change my opinion by Sunday. Right, okay. Okay, keep me posted. I'll I'll be on uh, I'll be on the uh, the alert to go run into Tesco just in case I need a bottle of wine to join you. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so look, follow us on Twitter at Pod Movie Chef. Um, we're normally talking a lot of bollocks on there and telling you what we've got coming up and stuff like that. Please send us a message on there. Let us know how great we are and also how shit we are. If there's anything we can do differently. Yeah, anything, anything. Please abuse me on Twitter. I, I, I would love it. I would love it. I don't, I don't get any abuse on Twitter. I love, I, will, I love the abuse. Right, so that's at Calm Seven. Is that right? Is that you? yeah? Abuse me. I don't give a shit. <laughs> it's fun. Um, so look, subscribe to us where you are, and then every one of these episodes that comes in will drop into your uh, whatever you call it. What do they call them? Dropbox notifications, whatever. You'll be inbox. Able- yeah. But yeah, give us a listen. Give us a subscribe. Send us a tweet. Tell us you love us. Have a great weekend. Say goodbye, Cormac. Bye, Cormac. Uh, goodbye, everybody. Bye, bye. <laughs>